Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Uh, so actually the very first podcast of 2018, so I hope everybody had a good New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, and without any further ado, let's get started with this first episode for 2018. So uh, we'll get started with a really great quote that I found that I thought was uh, pretty meaningful. Uh, Success is just the tip of the iceberg. Underneath are all of your experiences that made that iceberg, and you're the only one who really knows what's really down there. Uh, so pretty deep quote. I thought that that was a good way to start 2018 with this podcast. Um, then on a totally different level, uh, I was watching uh, over the holidays a movie called Rough Night. Um, and with the actresses that were involved in it, I was kind of hoping it would be a lot funnier and a lot better. But it was really a very bad version of a movie earlier called Very Bad Things. If you're not familiar with Very Bad Things, Cameron Diaz is in it, and also uh, Daniel Stern, who played Marv in Home Alone, who I'm sure everybody was watching Home Alone during the holidays. So yeah, if, if you haven't seen Very Bad Things, I would highly recommend Very Bad Things. Uh, rough Night, not so much. Uh, it was a really, really rough version of Very Bad Things. I would even say it was a shitty version are very bad things and considering the actresses involved Scarlett Johansson um, you know you were hoping that it would be a little bit better but it's not uh, so I would save you guys two hours don't watch that one watch very bad things it's a lot better uh, Conan O'Brien tweeted out I can't wait until 2017 is over and 2018 2019 2020 <laughs> So still a long way to go uh, for Conan, and for a lot of us, let's be honest. Um, the National Post tweeted out, uh, Becoming disabled by choice, not chance. Transabled people feel like imposters in their fully working bodies. Uh, so the thought spectrum responded to this, and I would agree with the thought spectrum here. There is no words to describe this nonsense. I don't know where to classify this, but identity politics and intersectionality have to be involved. Um, just absolute madness in my mind. Um, then there was a trade in the NHL, not a big trade, but a decent trade. Uh, the New Jersey Devils acquired Eddie Lack from the Flames. Uh, so, you know, a decent trade for the Devils, really decent backup goalie for them. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, then there was this. So uh, Canucks prospect Elias Peterson comes down the wing and makes a ridiculous move, diving across the, f the crease to finish it off in style for Team Sweden. And you'll see that here. So really, really strong goal there. Um, you know, and the Canucks are kind of lucky to have a prospect like that. Uh, it's really interesting this time of year with the World Juniors to see uh, how these young players stack up and to see you know what's possible uh, for the future of, of some NHL franchises. Uh, then there was this video from Oculus Rift, uh, which I can't play the sound, but I'm going to see if it'll play the video uh, because it's kind of interesting. It's showing uh, basically like the evolution of video games over time. Uh, and how it's evolved to Oculus Rift. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like it's buffering, so uh, if you're interested, you can check it out on our Twitter account. Uh, it's right there. 
uh, December 28th. Um, then Adam Schefter tweeted out in the NFL, the Oakland Raiders are preparing to pursue John Gruden. Uh, so my response to that is, so the owner can share the same haircut as his coach. Uh, horrible hire by a horrible franchise if they do that. Um, then the other day I just had a random brain dropping watching some people talking about they feel like they're atheists but they're not really atheists. Um, for me I think there's way too many atheists out there that don't seem to know the term agnostic. Um, for example, I don't not believe type of shit that you hear from people saying that they're atheists. Um, it's weird because agnostic is a category uh, for people and you know, I'll be honest, I would consider myself to be agnostic. I don't believe, but I don't necessarily not believe, uh, you know, because to me, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, if you're atheist, you're saying that you know for sure that there is no God. How can you know for sure that there is no God? If you're a believer, how can you prove that there is a God? You really can't. That's why there's so many different religions out there. Um, so I think, you know, for me personally, I consider myself to be agnostic because I'd like to believe that there is a God. I hope that there is, but I don't want to waste time pretending like there is one, or that I know that there is one for sure, I should say, when I don't. Um, and I do believe very strongly that people should be good people for the sake of being good people. I don't think there needs to be a reward of, of going to a better place uh, just to be a good person. Um, and again, I know that's belittling a lot of religions, and I don't mean it necessarily in that way, but, um, you know, I, I think that it's probably the wisest approach, at least in my opinion, that's why I choose to be that way, and my beliefs are that way. Uh, but again, I just find it weird how many people just don't know that there's a term out there, or a category, if you will, called agnostic, uh, that you're either a believer or atheist. Um, it, it's very strange to me. Uh, then there was this image, which I thought was pretty cool, Lights in Moscow, tweeted out by EarthPix. And there was a hashtag that was trending on Twitter, so I obviously jumped onto that. Uh, hashtag fake 2017 facts. So I tweeted out, it was a good year. Hashtag fake 2017 facts. Then I was watching uh, Kevin Pereira brought back his pointless podcast, which I hope he continues to do uh, because I, I, I'm sure like a lot of fans of pointless, uh, we, we've all missed it. Uh, he does an unbelievable job uh, of doing these podcasts. To me, you know, I put that podcast up there with Joe Rogan's podcast as, as two of my favorites and honestly two of the only ones I listen to. Sometimes I'll listen to The Nerdist, but it really depends on who the guest is. Um, Pointless, I think, is right up there with Joe Rogan's podcast. And what I liked about it, what I was actually inspired about, uh, was the background that he had, a new studio that he has, uh, for pointless. I liked the lighting, I liked the setting, everything about it I thought was pretty cool. So, you know, 2018 New Year's resolutions, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what's, what are my resolutions. Uh, I've really just got one. Uh, I'm hoping that as the year goes on, 
and this podcast continues to pick up steam and we just continue to go to another level which by the way we continue to do uh, I can't remember how many subscribers we had uh, the last podcast but we now have 61 so it's continuing to go up slowly but surely uh, our views now we're just we're less than 2,500 away from 10,000 uh, which is the mark to hit to get ad revenue for the show so uh, you know that's all because of you guys so thank you so much for subscribing for liking for sharing for viewing everything uh, because it's taking us to that next level and, and for me the ultimate would be uh, to obviously be able to get merchandise, which we're going to try to do, uh, but also to see if we can rent out a studio. Um, and that will totally change this podcast because it'll change the format of the podcast. So rather than it just be me, uh, I'll have guests on, and it'll be more like Joe Rogan's podcast, Kevin Pereira's podcast, obviously not with the same type of guests, but same type of style, um, very open format. And I think it would be a lot more fun uh, but, you know, obviously we'll still do similar podcasts to now. It'll just be very different uh, with the studio. So we're hoping to get a studio uh, in the new year, uh, probably closer to the end of the year, if I'm honest about it, because, you know, it's going to take some time to, to get that going, especially money-wise. Um, but, you know, if we do, I would love to set up a, a background and lighting exactly like that, because I thought it was really cool. Uh, then I tweeted out, Happy New Year, again, Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, here's hoping 2018 is way better than 2017. It can't get much worse, right? <laughs> and uh, this meme I made, 2018, the year you kicked Baby New Year's ass in Stone Cold, going after Baby New Year, I think that was back in 97. Uh, that makes me feel really old. <laughs> Uh, then Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, become the energy you want to attract. I think that that's a great uh, mindset. That's a great tweet. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out, sources, happy new year. I thought that was pretty funny. Uberfax tweeted out something that I couldn't wrap my head around. Uh, according to LinkedIn, 68% of 18 to 24-year-olds admit they would sacrifice a work friend if it meant they could get a promotion. To me, that's pretty fucked up. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting, interesting stat. You don't really want to believe it, but, you know. Uh, then there was this tweet from Matthew from Botchamania, Cactus Jack telling New Yorkers in 1990 to not take the World Trade Center for granted as he plans on knocking it down. Uh, so <laughs> I was joking, saying Cactus Jack making a recruitment video for Al-Qaeda, it seems like. Um, but we'll play this video. It would help if there was audio. All you people in New York City, you better listen up. Because you're living in a historical land. Ellis Island, the Empire State Building, the World Trade Center. When you live in a place, you have a habit to take it all for granted. Well, don't take your city for granted anymore. Go out and see your sights. Because Jack, this Jack is coming to your town, boys. And the sights ain't going to be there anymore. I'm going to send your city crumbling down. So pretty crazy video there. I thought that was pretty funny for Matthew, though. Uh, then there was this. 
when you want to take a shit at a Wendy's and you see this, uh, doesn't show up totally the way you want it to see on the screen, but if you're interested, again, you can check it out, twitter.com, our, our link there, uh, that was about 23 hours ago, so January 1st. Uh, then, I don't know if you guys were, were flicking around, but you may have seen the Winter Classic yesterday on New Year's Day, and clearly, uh, especially from the image there, you can see the shadows. Uh, the NHL just wasn't planning on shadows, it looks like, or viewers for this game. Uh, and I was joking, saying it's already an unwatchable game with the two teams playing in it. The shadows killed it for me completely. Uh, a little jest at Sabres and Rangers fans there. Uh, then it was really interesting. Uh, TSN tweeted out uh, shortly after that game, uh, USA Hockey announces their 2018 Olympic roster, so the Olympics coming up soon. And for hockey, it's interesting because you're going to see some former NHLers competing because the NHL obviously not involved in the Olympics this year. Uh, but Brian Gionta is going to be the captain uh, for Team USA, so that'll be interesting. Uh, even more interesting for me as a Canadian, uh, sorry Americans, um, is Team Canada ended up winning the Spengler Cup and uh, from what I understand, they're really looking at a lot of the players on that team to take into the Olympics, which I think is a really smart idea. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then there was this uh, tweeted out by Ruth Ann Reed. Uh, I was dying laughing when I saw this. I, I posted it. Lots of people were laughing at this. This is just hilarious. So this is a park bench. Uh, somewhere with a plaque on it and on the plaque it says in memory of Roger Bucklesby who hated this park and everyone in it <laughs> so hilarious hilarious image uh, Ruth Ann Reed really made my day with that tweet I'll be honest uh, then I was watching something and they were joking they were saying what if a foreigner's only exposure to American culture was fear factor you know they might go around saying how many donkey dick can you swallow that would be pretty crazy um pretty racist joke but it's funny uh it's interesting though after that outdoors game uh, a lot of rangers fans were like you know lungfist has won all four outdoor games that he's been in but i'm like yeah how many stanley cups has he won uh, then I also tweeted out, excited for the Raptors versus Bucks game. If you can't get up for this game, you're not part of, of We the North. Possible playoff preview in that match. That matchup lived up to the hype, went into overtime. DeMar DeRozan ended up getting uh, the most points in a game for a Raptor uh, during the regular season, I believe. Uh, unbelievable game. Uh, and two, in my opinion, two of the, the top teams in the East. I think you'd have to put Boston and Cleveland in that mix as well. Uh, Milwaukee's a dangerous team too, man, because they're so young and so talented. Obviously, you've got the Greek freak, who I believe will end up being the face of the NBA soon because of just his athleticism, his size. Um, he really is a freak in that way, in a good way. Uh, so the Bucks, I think a lot of people sleep on that team still. Uh, they're going to be surprised when that team breaks through. Uh, then I tweeted out, 
Because Kurt Angle on Monday Night Raw, um, he came out and he was saying that John Cena is going to be competing uh, not in the women's Royal Rumble, but in the men's Royal Rumble. And it was very strange, uh, because who the hell would think John Cena would compete in the women's Royal Rumble? So I, I tweeted out as a joke, I was saying, that sucks for everyone hoping John Cena would enter the women's Royal Rumble match. Nikki insisted that he did not partake in that. <laughs> and uh, WWE Creative Humor pretty much on the same page. They said, because we all assumed John Cena was going to win the women's Royal Rumble, imagine that letting a man win a historic women's match, that would be dumb. And I said, the return of the big hog as he enters the women's Royal Rumble as the last entrant and wins it. <laughs> that would be crazy if they did, if they did that. Obviously, uh, they won't. Uh, then there was this image uh, of an old wrestler, Farmer Barnes, who actually, Farmer Burns, I should say, who actually used to hang himself uh, as like a feat of strength. Uh, so he wasn't trying to kill himself or commit suicide. He would literally do this to build up his strength. Uh, so I was saying, I wonder if Farmer Burns used to beat off when he was doing this. Um, then I was watching, I think, Monday Night Raw or the Raptors game. I was kind of watching both last night. And um, I literally saw a plug for a game. I believe it was from Sportsnet in Canada where they really said that the plug was for the ad that the team was a bottom five and goals four i believe it was the senators what the fuck kind of draw is that to a game like that's your ad like oh this team's in the bottom five in goals scored really um i was just laughing when i saw that uh then going back to monday night raw i had a lot of opinions on it uh, and really, that's what this podcast is going to be about for the most part. Uh, yeah, I think it would have made more sense if Jason Jordan came out and cost Roman Reigns the Intercontinental title. Uh, it built, it would build heat, more heat on Jason Jordan, and it would create more friction between him and Seth Rollins. Uh, but again, you know, to me, another missed opportunity, shitty booking, and it, how does this really help Samoa Joe? Um, you know, I think you put the Intercontinental title on Samoa Joe, that helps him. You keep the Intercontinental title on Roman Reigns, and I just think it holds him back. You know, I think everybody is pretty much of the mindset Roman Reigns is going to be at WrestleMania taking on Brock Lesnar, winning the title, uh, unless something changes. But that seems to be the plan. So having him as the Intercontinental champion doesn't really make sense. And it doesn't really help him. I mean... Honestly, I think Roman Reigns is a big enough draw by himself. He doesn't need a title, you know, and, and I think for Samoa Joe, it's a great way to help build him up, but, you know, he lost clean for the most part to Roman Reigns, so I, I don't really know how that helps Samoa Joe. Uh, just weird booking. Uh, then I was wondering if 205 Live is a repeat because they had the same match, Hideo Itami against Jack Gallagher again. Uh, wasn't that last week's match obviously it was uh, then I thought it was really clever uh, Elias uh, was saying that WWE stands for a walk with Elias and I never really <laughs> I never really even thought of that I thought that that was brilliant uh, WWE walk with Elias uh, to me Elias is one of like the few really bright stars uh, on Monday Night Raw somebody that's that's interesting to watch uh, then 
speaking of Elias, while he was out with the Mistourage, uh, they had Bo Dallas with a cowbell that he was ringing. So I was saying uh, Vince McMahon at a production meeting was saying that he's got a fever and the only prescription is some more cowbell. Uh, so Christopher Walken referenced their Saturday Night Live, obviously with the cowbell, I hope that's what they were trying to do, but they never really made too much reference of it, so they kind of missed an opportunity there, another opportunity, I think. Uh, then I was dying laughing uh, because I noticed that there was like a Hulk Hogan fan, or a fan dressed up like Hulk Hogan, I should say, in the crowd, like right in front of the camera on Monday Night Raw, and it was interesting because when the club came out, uh, Finn Balor in the club, uh, he actually switched from red and yellow Hogan to the NWO Hogan, so I thought that that was hilarious. Uh, then WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, there's lazy, and then there's ending of this Raw lazy, and I responded saying, the ending of Raw? I thought the whole show was lazy. Uh, it's 2018, and the main event of the Royal Rumble features Kane and Brock Lesnar. What the fuck? Uh, and honestly, that's all I could think about when I was watching the end of Raw, too, was like, it's 2018, and Kane is in the main event, and then you've got Brock Lesnar still in the main event. Like, it, you'd think there'd be a changing of the guards at this point. Um... Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, there will always be a reason why you meet people. Either you need to change your life, or you're the one that will change theirs. So I thought that that was a pretty meaningful tweet, especially as we head into the new year, 2018. Um, and then I will leave you guys with this. I was dying laughing when I read this. This was, was uh, from a friend of mine. Uh, she said, men will literally nut 45 seconds into sex and have the audacity to ask if you came and the women would respond, yeah, I came to the wrong house. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. Perfect way to end the podcast. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for watching, for liking, for subscribing, everything that you do. And we will see you guys on the next episode. 2018 is going to be the greatest year yet for the podcast. And it's all because of you guys. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next episode.